everyone. Welcome to the Divorced Girl Smiling Podcast. My name is Jackie Pilosoff and I'm your host. I'm the creator and editor-in-chief of Divorced Girl Smiling, the company that offers people facing divorce, trusted, vetted divorce professionals, articles, a podcast, a mobile app, and more. Waiting for your soon-to-be ex to say he or she is sorry is so, so difficult. It's a huge thing because I know so many people who want the other person to say he or she is sorry for the things they did during the marriage and or the divorce. For example, maybe you're hoping or expecting or praying that your ex will, in your mind, do the right thing and say something like, I know I contributed to this divorce. I'm sorry I hurt you. I know we had our problems, but it was wrong that I cheated. I know I wasn't always the best husband or wife. Remember that time that we were at that place and I was mean to you? I just want to say I'm sorry. Anything. And I think that If you heard those things, it would make you feel validated. It might give you closure. It would maybe feel like, okay, my ex did the right thing. Now I can move on. But I have to tell you something. There's a few people who have been lucky enough to hear some of those things. But for most divorced men and women, I hate to say this, but you are waiting for an apology that will never come. I also think that there's countless people who have apologized to their ex and expected their ex to say, oh, I'm sorry too. And then the ex doesn't say it. So I want to get into that in this podcast. I want to talk about waiting for an apology that will never come. And then I want to talk about apologies in general. So waiting for an apology that will never come is frustrating It might make you feel like you're going crazy. It's infuriating. It makes you angry with your ex. And it just makes you possibly feel hopeless. So the question is, how do you cope? How do you cope in waiting for an apology that is never coming? So number one on my list is that you accept it. You accept that you are never going to get an apology. And you will accept that your ex will never have the self-awareness to come to you and own up to his or her actions about the things that he said. And even in your mind, think about this. Your ex might know that he or she owes you an apology, but they'll still never say it. If the person does apologize, it will be a nice bonus and make you feel amazing. But don't wait for it. Instead, move on and accept things as they are. I know that's hard to do. It sounds good on paper, but you'll just be such a happier person. Number two, if you decide to apologize to your ex for your part in the demise of your marriage, do it for the right reasons. Do it for you. Don't do it because you expect him or her to say, oh, I'm so glad you apologized. I apologize too. And that's not going to happen. If you apologize, you might feel really disappointed at the non-response and you might even regret your apology. 
which leads me to point number three, don't regret apologizing ever. In fact, be proud of yourself for having the grace and the self-awareness and the consideration to own up to your mistakes and having the courage to have the vulnerability to actually say it. Here's what apologizing does to you. Here's how it benefits you. Apologizing gives you the ability to be at peace knowing that you did something good, that you in your mind got partial closure for yourself. And it's also cleansing. I think admitting fault and admitting our mistakes is like a confession that allows you to move on to learn from it, to not repeat the same mistakes in the future, and to move on knowing that you've gotten some of the baggage off of your plate. Now, I want to move on to number four, which I think is the most important thing when it comes to waiting for an apology from your ex. Before I move on to number four, I'm going to take a short break. And when we come back, wait till you hear number four. We'll be right back. I'd like to tell you about two divorced girl smiling trusted professionals who I would highly recommend. The first one is if you live in New York or Connecticut and you are thinking about getting a divorce or going through a divorce and you're looking for a divorce attorney, I would highly recommend Katherine Miller. Katherine is the founder of Miller Law Group and I first met her in 2020 when I was a guest on her podcast Divorce Dialogues. I have since spent a lot of time with her. I actually had dinner with her a few months ago because we were both in the same town. And it was so nice to meet her. She's just a wonderful, warm person, really experienced, very smart, and a big, big believer in mediation. So it's Katherine Miller and it's miller-law.com. Or you can find her in the trusted divorce professional section of Divorced Girl Smiling. The other Divorce Girl Smiling Trusted Professional I want to talk about is Jennifer Brown, who is a mortgage lender and a certified divorce lending professional. And she is also the president of Neighborhood Mortgage. And Jennifer does mortgages in several states. She's been in the business for a really long time. She's energetic, smart, experienced, and very passionate about helping women and men become empowered when you need it most. So Jennifer Brown can be reached at jenniferbbrown.com and you can find both Jennifer and Catherine in the Trusted Partners section of Divorced Girl Smiling. Welcome back to the Divorced Girl Smiling podcast with Jackie Pilisoff. I'm your host. I'm talking about waiting for an apology from your ex that will never come. And I'm moving on to number four, which is, I think, the most important tip in coping. Okay, listen closely to this because it's important. You can still forgive without an apology. Now, think about that. Just because your ex chooses not to apologize, and even if the person goes to their grave thinking they don't owe you an apology. That doesn't mean you can't forgive what the person did. Now, what is in it for you to forgive? Number one, peace. 
Number two, the ability to let go of bitterness, anger, and resentment and embrace your future with an open heart. But forgiving does not mean that you have to forget or that you have to pretend that your ex didn't cheat or abuse you or drink too much or hurt you or do horrible things to you. I am definitely not telling you to forget, but forgetting and forgiveness are two totally different things. You do not have to forget. In fact, not forgetting is going to allow you to make better choices with other partners in the future. But if your attitude is, it doesn't matter anymore because we're split up. I've learned from it. It made me stronger. It made me smarter. My life is going to be healthier. You have definitely won. And staying angry long term and waiting for this apology is just bad. It's just bad. It doesn't allow you a healthy, hopeful outlook. I want to say another thing about forgiving. Forgiving doesn't happen overnight. It actually can take months, even years. But forgiveness is a really positive thing for the person who was wronged because it helps you let go of the past that was not working for you. And it helps you attract a beautiful and bright future. I want to move on to apologies in general because a lot of people don't know how to apologize. Think about that. So many people have such a hard time saying I'm sorry and I don't really know why because is it pride? Is it lack of self-awareness? Do men and women not realize the positive impact a sincere apology can have? So a while ago, I wrote this article called How to Apologize to Your Partner, and I interviewed Jason Price, who is a Northbrook-based therapist and the co-founder of Affiliates and Counseling, a wonderful practice. And Jason is somebody I've known for like 15 years. He's so smart. He's an amazing therapist. His niche, by the way, is for teen and adolescent and young adult boys. He was a golfer in college. I think he might even be like as good as a pro golfer. So he's really into the sports mentality. And really, he's wonderful with sports and boys and girls if if you're talking sports. Anyway, I'm going on and on because I really like Jason and think the world of him. But I interviewed him for this article and he said that one reason people struggle with saying I'm sorry is fear. And this is a quote from Jason. He said, because they're admitting blame for something, some people feel that when they apologize, they're giving up control in some way. And Jason said the fear is that during the next argument, what they've apologized for will be thrown back in their face. So in my opinion, I think there's two types of apology. First type is the real or sincere apology. And the second kind is the insincere and the obligation to just get the other person off your back or to drop it or so you can just make up and go on with your day. So here's an example of an insincere apology. 
I'm sorry, but you're completely blowing this out of proportion. The reason I was late is because I have to work. I'm trying to make money and you just don't understand that. So what Jason said is that a bad apology makes the receiver feel like he or she overreacted or that their feelings are unjustified. The bad apologizer turns the situation around and sometimes even makes him or her the victim. So would you rather have no apology or a bad apology? I think you can answer that question. Now on to the sincere apology. Here are four components in regards to a sincere apology. The first one is the person says specifically what he or she is sorry for and expresses empathy. For example, I'm sorry I said that to you. It wasn't nice and I could see how it would hurt your feelings. Isn't that a wonderful apology that anybody would love to get? Number two, they validate the other's feelings. They say something like, I can see why you're so hurt and upset. An apology that includes validation makes the other person feel like he or she is being heard. Number three, there's no excuse attached. A good apology doesn't include the word but. There's no rationalizing. And number four, they talk about the future. This is what Jason said. He said, the apologizer might ask, what can I do to make you feel better? Or how, how do you want me to handle this next time that might help you? I love that. I also think of an apology can include a gift. That's always a nice touch. A card, a bottle of wine, some perfume, anything that shows the person that you deeply mean it. A handwritten note, even like a couple post-it notes put on like different parts of the house just to be cute and fun and express your apology. That is so nice. In closing, what I want to say about apologies is that I think it takes a lot of courage to apologize. Expressing remorse exposes vulnerability and it forces a person to admit their imperfections with the person that they love. If the relationship is solid, it shouldn't matter. Think about that. And in fact, a, a fight, an argument, anything, conflict, and then a sincere apology could even strengthen your relationship. So what I want to say is that apologizing truly takes self-awareness. A lot of people can't say I'm sorry because they lack self-awareness and they can't admit fault. They can't look in the mirror and say, I messed up. This is what I need to work on. And they're usually pretty unhappy people. They blame everyone else for their problems. Anything that goes wrong, they can't say, maybe if I changed myself, things would get better. So I do have to mention one more thing. There's always a chance of an apology going unaccepted. So if you apologize to your spouse, they might say, well, I'm not going to forgive you. And that could leave you shocked, sad, disappointed, frustrating, and full of regret that you apologized. But in closing, what I want to say is that no one should ever regret apologizing and doing the right thing. And if you get a bad 
reaction from an apology, I would not even think twice about it or regret the apology. I would be at peace that you apologized and think about why the person can't accept the apology. Maybe the person is using it against you to try to get more leverage, which is really sad and in my mind, really sick. But all you can do in your life is control what you feel you can control. And if you feel that apologizing is the right thing, then that's great. So I hope this helps everybody. If you want to read the articles I wrote on this, come see me at divorcedgirlsmiling.com. That will also take you to more podcasts and to my trusted divorce professionals. I want to mention I have 27 divorce professionals right now on Divorce Girl Smiling. I'm talking divorce attorneys, divorce and dating coaches, divorce mediators, a divorce preparation process, financial advisors, financial accounting, mortgage lenders, real estate agents, therapists. A very important thing in a divorce, if you want a good outcome, is surrounding yourself with great divorce professionals. So go to Divorce Girl Smiling, look under Trusted Divorce Professionals, and you can see all their bios and testimonials and links to their social media and articles they wrote and podcasts they've done. And it will really help you to see if they might be the right fit for you. I hope everyone has a wonderful day. Thank you so much for listening, and I will talk to you real soon.